This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. I'm joined today by Marty Sleva. Hey, guys. Brian Albert. Hello. And Gearbox's Andrew Goldfarb. Hi. Joining us. <laughs> He's and back. We're here at the loudest, sweatiest, hottest place on God's green earth. <laughs> I'm amazed I can hear you at all. Gamescom honestly. in Cologne, Germany. We've been here all week. Yep. Whew, what a show it's been. Yeah, uh, it's been good. I'm, I'm amazed. I still have a voice. I'm amazed that we haven't been uh, taken down by the throngs of League of Legends fans They're that terrified. are chanting. They are right legitimately here. terrified. We know people like Mitch and, and yeah. Leah. And, like, you guys, you, you are League of Legends people. Are you like that? Absolutely. I, I'm not quite yes. that loud. They're pretty rowdy. <laughs> um, but then, you know, That's we got scary. Wargaming right over there as well. Yeah, yeah Wargaming so. booth is over here. And <laughs> NVIDIA, why is NVIDIA so loud and popular? Because <laughs> they're giving away, like, shirts and stuff. Yeah. And people are, like, fist Here's, fighting over them. The takeaway from Gamescom is... Offer a German a free T-shirt, they will lose their freaking mind. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they were showing off a video on like particle physics, and everyone was like cheering and jumping. I was like, okay, Germans love particle Great. physics. But it, I mean, that, that's for like packs too, though. I don't think that's only a German thing. Sure. Uh, I, I maybe know. it's a little German's more enthusiastic here. Yeah, but I think so. As an expert in German culture, I can tell you. <laughs> You're Canada. Uh, we've seen yeah. a bunch of games this week we'll, yeah. that we got to talk about. Uh, big announcements. Why don't we start with the first-party press conferences? Both Microsoft and Sony yeah. had conferences earlier this week sort of see if we can determine who had the stronger showing. Let's Ooh. start with Sony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I, was at, uh, I was at Sony, and, and what I really liked is, I mean, like Microsoft, they focused on games. They had the one moment where, obviously, they, they are outselling the Xbox One, so they were able to brag that they've sold through 10 million units, and it's like, well, they're going to so, do yeah. that. Let's know that the la- that latest number 
since Microsoft hasn't given an update, it's almost a two to one. Yeah, that's crazy. Number, right? That's I mean that's impressive. That, that being said, both of the systems are selling like eighty percent higher than the previous generation did at this time period. So you know, regardless of the divide, it's an amazing time sure. for gamers. Sure. Console gaming, not dead. Who'd have thunk it? It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Heard it here first. Uh, yeah, I mean, but uh, for me, Sony, sort of the big things were, again, focusing on the indie movies. Yeah, lots of indie games. Lots of indie games, and then showing off a couple sort of reboots and reimaginings of the games that we saw a couple of years ago. So where do you want to start with that? Why don't we start with uh, a new game from a developer that started out making a PlayStation 3 exclusive, Ninja Theory. Yeah. Unveiled their new game, Hellblade. Yeah. Which, as you guys just realized, is... Sort of the opposite of their game, Heavenly Sword. That just blew my mind. <laughs> um, they show a new trailer. Yeah. And it looks like, yeah, here we're seeing it here. Yeah. Tonally, aesthetically, it kind of looks like Heavenly Sword. A lot of people thought this was going to be yeah. Heavenly Sword 2. It's someone also pointing out that like, someone looks like uh, the, the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's... I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's in the same universe. Yeah. And the names are so yeah. freaking similar that it's possible it's going to... That's spooky. I don't like this. Yeah, I mean, if nothing else, it's like the Dark Souls, Demon Souls thing, where it's like very similar in sure, tone sure. and in Same idea. Same kind of yeah. yeah. This character yeah. also sort of looks like Nariko, the main character from yeah, Heavenly exactly. Sword. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought yeah. it was Heavenly Sword yeah. too. Um, yeah, and I mean, we didn't get to see. I, I was hoping they'd show something on the show floor, like a behind closed uh, door demo of maybe gameplay or something. But we didn't get to see that. But the trailer was cool. I like Heavenly Sword. I love Enslaved, and yeah. I thought DMC was really cool. So. These guys, they, they know how to make really cool, stylish action games. Uh, so I feel like, you know, after Bayonetta 2 comes out and Scalebound, we're not going to have a whole lot of them. So hopefully this is rad. And we don't know anything about it, though. The, the developers were talking about how they want this to be a AAA indie game. Right. Like that's the sort of approach to development they're taking. That's not the first time I've heard that really? here as well. Yeah, yeah it seems yeah. to be a new thing people are chasing. Yeah, so with Sony a lot, too. I mean, with stuff like Everybody's Gone to the Rapture and The Witness, they have these indie games, but when you look at them, you're like, well, these are just as good-looking as anything else. Yeah. And Sony's funding a lot of it, so, the, the I mean, more and more now, the term indie is just nebulous. Yeah. It doesn't really mean anything. It's sort of like... Uh, you know, dealing with like strange themes and like weird experimental gameplay, but it still has like the production values of a bigger game. Yeah, is yeah. what it seems to be. Yeah. It, it can also hint at the uh, distribution method. I imagine right. it'll be a downloadable yeah. game, no retail sure. release. I mean, it probably just means like I, I don't know. I guess Sony must be publishing it, or I would like, imagine. Like, I mean, yeah. the fact it was on the Sony stage, I would, I would guess. So that's. But. I mean, a lot of the weird thing with these conferences is when they show games that aren't necessarily first party. Our mind sort of gravitates and, and makes the connection. Like, well, these are going to be exclusives, but unless they say it, we don't really know. And even with that, we don't. Exclusive doesn't really mean anything anymore. Yeah. Right. Well, we'll get to that <laughs> later. We'll to, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it does mean a great deal. Yeah. Uh, no, I think they said that Heavenly Sword or Hellblade's kind of come to PlayStation first, okay. but then uh, yeah. will also come to other yeah. platforms, just like Enslaved did. And yeah. DMC. It's, it's one right. of those interesting things where like uh, Heavenly Sword is such a PlayStation franchise that sure. you, you know. You have to associate it with that platform first anyway. I yeah, think sure. even if it was announced for multi-platform, most people would be PlayStation gamers. You would have to assume. Yeah. Or Wii U gamers. Wii U gamers. Oh, yeah, Wii U that's exclusive. A, that's yeah. a Nintendo yep. video game system. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the coolest looking games at the Sony conference I thought was Wild. Yeah. The new yeah. one from Michael Ensel. Michel. This came out Michel. of nowhere. Michel Ensel. Sorry. Yeah, so, that, yeah. so this was really weird because 
it's the new indie game by Michelle Ansel, who's also still like one of the higher ups at Ubisoft. Yeah, like, it's, like, he it's, says it's, it's sort of like what they did with Patrick Ford for Child of Light, except rather than making what's essentially an indie game within Ubisoft, they let him literally splinter off and, and do his own studio while yeah. still maintaining his Ubisoft responsibilities. Um, yeah, so I mean, we're seeing it here. You know, the game looks awesome. It's quite a set. It's set in this. Like, There's a skeleton following you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love this. Turn around, through. <laughs> and like. You're on horseback. This guy's never wearing a shirt. No, he's not going to put on a shirt. When you're built like that, you don't want to hide away the goods. Exactly. So this was BS before shirts. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So this, this is the one that they play. So... You oh. can also play as any of the animals. Yeah, correct? Like and what is this the horrifying thing? <laughs> yeah, the terrifying <laughs> blood monster. And she's just stealing eggs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks really cool. It feels like you can uh, you can inhabit a lot of the animals. There's obviously this like, <laughs> oh, no. in the world. Spooky skeletons. I love this. Under, yeah. Underwater yeah. skeleton giant. Brian, these are old gods. The remnants of <laughs> old gods. We've angered them again. <laughs> yeah, it looks cool. It looks like, I mean, we don't know what the gameplay itself is like, but it sort of looks like a multiplayer Mark of the Cree, if you guys remember that game from PS2. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It looks really cool. Michelle Ansel is rad. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just cool to see something from his mind in this style because obviously Rayman, like the fun thing about Rayman is it can do whatever it wants. Like there's no like yeah. set canon or type yeah. of world. It can go to a chef's oh. lava or it can go to like some random castle so or whatever. Cute. That was really cute. That was really cute. <laughs> I think this is cool because it's almost like um, more closer to like the Beyond Good and Evil art style yeah. but with like that same crazy yeah. randomness. Yeah, giant tree woman. I love how David's just animatively reacting <laughs> yeah, to what's yeah, yeah. going on right now. He can't even see me at all. Yeah, that, <laughs> no, that game looks awesome. Yeah, it's also yeah, awesome. The tagline that uh, Michelle said was it's set 10,000 years ago when nature and humanity were one. Before we ruined everything. Yeah, before yeah. we ruined yeah. everything else. Before we were gross and left our trash everywhere. <laughs> Thanks humans. Thanks games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, Housemark is a big yep. uh, PlayStation developer. Yep. Yep, uh, Super Stardust, Detonation. And yeah. uh, what was that, the PS4 launch game? Resogun. Resogun. Resolution yes, Gun. Yeah. Resolution Gun. <laughs> yeah. It's been so long. Yeah. They announced their new game, Alienation, which, uh, I don't know, I like Housemark a lot, but I wasn't terribly like impressed by what they showed here. It kind of remi- it's, it looks like another top-down twin-stick shooter, sort of like uh, Detonation, just with I mean, swapping out is, zombies with aliens. It looks exactly right? like that. I'm a little, yeah, I... I the guys are immensely talented. Oh yeah, I love I mean, Gun is still one of my favorite games on PS4. So I just wish they would do something a little bit different, something slightly outside the wheelhouse. And I saw—I think I'm the only one. I saw Jam Tree Wars 3 here, and to me that looked cooler. Um, do you know about platforms for that one? It's everything. It's okay. 360, uh, Xbox One, PS3, PS4, and PC. Let's let's hold that for later in the show. I totally want to hear about that. Put that in the the old mouthful. <laughs> I was gonna say spank bank, but that doesn't apply yeah, at all. What is the spank bank? Unless it was that good that it you was, think you're going to masturbate to it. <laughs> what is happening? It is eleven in the morning, Damon. But uh, I, that's true. Yeah, no. What do you guys think about alienation? I'm I'm just ready for more from my housework. I I don't play. Let me just oh. let me help you out. Thanks. Keep Thank talking. you. Put it in his mouth. <laughs> what is <laughs> happening? I I don't play a lot of twin six shooters. So I think I made it worse. It'll be fine. So when they when they come out, uh, especially with the quality that they are from Housemark, I'm just I'm yeah. ready for them at the time because it's not a yeah. super popular genre that I play a lot. I mean, yeah. they have the pedigree to make it incredible. Like I, you know, it's so early and that's literally all we've seen. That like I have no doubt that like after Resogun, I, I I feel like I have a lot of trust in them and I yeah. you know I'm I want to see more. Yeah, Marty, you're excited about Tearaway Unfolded. I am way too excited about Tearaway. Me too. Unfolded. This was the, this was probably the most exciting announcement of the show for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me personally. So Tearaway, Tearaway was a, it's a Vita game yep. coming to PS4 now. Yeah, so Tearaway is my favorite Vita game. I know Goldfarb loves it. Uh, Krupa, who reviewed it for us, loves it. Uh, not enough people played it. Not nearly enough people played it. And the whole thing was, I didn't expect 
a port to be able to exist because the game is so intrinsically designed to the Vita. For the touchscreen. With for the touchscreen, the, touch the, the, the for the camera, for the ability, for like the gyro sensors, for being able to blow on the screen. And it somehow didn't feel gimmicky either. Yeah. But what, what's interesting is, so what you see here is they are redesigned. I don't know. This game isn't, it's not a remake. It's not a sequel, but it's not just like a port. It's it just, can't be. Like that, that's what's so interesting. Like it has to be like the plot of the game in Tearaway revolves around your face and the front-facing camera. So yeah. like already it can't even be following the same basic yeah. trajectory. Right. You're like a sun that. god or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah like yeah, you're yeah. in the sun and you're trying to get to yourself basically. So they did say the game is going to adapt whether you have an eye or whether you don't, like the PlayStation Eye. Uh, so you see here it's doing a lot of cool things with the controller. I mean, this game was incredible. I hope that when it comes to PS4, a lot more people get to play it. You see here you can shine a light inside the world. Sort of you can gather objects inside of your controller and feel them. Uh, yeah, I mean, Media Molecules, one of the most creative, you know, big developers around. And so I'm all aboard this game. They yeah. Give a, they give a release window on that? Uh, next year. Next year. I mean, I think it's, it's interesting to me that, like, you know, we also saw Unfinished Swan and Journey announced for, you know, kind of being up to PS4. But this game in particular, like, is so pretty on the Vita. And I feel like, like, on PS4 especially, like, if you see, like, the... Like, especially the later parts of that game that are so pretty anyway, like in like 1080p or whatever, that's yeah. so exciting. You love 1080p's. I, I, if <laughs> it doesn't have 1080p's, I don't want it. 1079p's, get nope, out of here. Nope, nope. Marty, Brian, you guys were talking about the vanishing of Ethan Carter. Yeah. Coming to PS4. Yes, PS4. It's console first PS4. It's coming yeah. to PC first. We actually uh, haven't seen much about this for a very long time. Yeah, like there was just a... it existed. It's, uh, it's, it's by an indie studio called The Astronauts, but they're made up uh, almost primarily of... Uh, guys, from people can fly who worked on Bulletstorm and Gears of War Judgment. Uh, it's, a, it's this gorgeous first-person story-based exploration game. It's like, think of Gone Home where everybody's gone to the rapture. And then Ethan Carter is like this missing child and you're like a detective yeah, he's using a your child magical powers who, uh, to find him. And you play a detective who has these magical powers and you kind of see it in the past. Uh, the game was gorgeous, the writing was amazing, and it was just so awesome and the ambiance was amazing and it was mysterious and I just want to play more. And it's coming soon. That's a this year game. What's the genre on that one? I would first person, story-based exploration puzzle solving with gothic spookies. Really long. Do we yeah. need a category for that for Wisconsin. game of the year now? Set in Wisconsin. That's part of the genre. That is absolutely a genre. Set in Wisconsin. Wait, so no more two D puzzle platformers with a twist. Is no, that, it's all about out? first person. What all those other words I said? Okay. Yeah, that guy got stabbed in the chest. With what? Uh, a bird. It looks like a bird. A bird <laughs> bullet. I can totally tell we're in Wisconsin. That's yeah, Wisconsin can, right there. You can kind of open rifts and see like parts of the crime scene and try to figure out the chronology yeah, of what happened. Yeah, you see the past. Uh, yeah. yeah, really cool, really good writing. Uh, I played the first half hour or so. Again, one of those demos where they told me I had to stop and I wanted to punch the guy right in the yeah. face. Playing. <laughs> I didn't, though, because I need job security. Oh, wow. Uh, Sony also pointed people to uh, a, a demo on the PlayStation Store called PT. Yeah. yeah I mean, to me, us. this is the biggest, like, this is the thing I will associate with this Gamescom the most, just as far as whatever was talked about afterwards. I mean, even aside from the fact that obviously it ended up being a Silent Hill game secretly, yeah. like, I think it was, you know, with the Phantom Pain, they announced a fake game with a fake studio, and it was like three and a half months before they finally just came out and said it was Metal Gear. This was a much more immediate thing. Like, people knew within hours of the end of the press conference, and I feel like that's a much more controlled window for something like that. I think it makes it a little more exciting. Yeah. Also, so is that, it really the world's first interactive teaser? Well, maybe I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did a really good job leading up to it with these like, like bloody snowflake trailers. No, 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 and no that, that wasn't that. That was until dawn. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, uh, Sony had two spookies. Okay, yeah, yep. right. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I'm excited to play this though because we've been in Germany. We haven't actually got to play the teasers. So. Yeah, so you can download. Yeah. That's what PT stands for. Playable. Playable teaser. teaser. It's a playable yeah. teaser. And yeah. At the end, we see uh, like the Norman Reedus's character turns around. You see Kojima, Del Toro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's supposed People to be really, really spooky. People yeah. are really excited about that. Yeah. Uh, we should also probably mention Until Dawn. Yeah, I mean, yeah. now a PS4 game, which yeah. I care about now. Like honestly, when it was a move game, I don't know. That was Gamescom what two years ago? Yeah, I think? yeah. And it's it almost went off the grid since then. Hayden yeah. Penitentiary is in that game, yeah. but then they showed the trailer and didn't even mention it. Yeah, that was like, weird. Like, yeah. Her character is not in the playable demo, so I played like half an hour of the game, and her character is only there in terms of the two characters you are are looking for her. Yeah. So the whole thing about this game is that it's it's eight friends go to a cabin, and over the course of the, I mean, obviously, like all horror movies, bad things happen in the cabin, uh, but. You play as all eight of the characters. It chooses when you play as each one, though. You're not just, like, hop-swapping. Yeah. But uh, the tagline is, uh, anybody can live, anybody can die, everybody can live, everybody can die. It's a long tagline. I know. So it's, it's, that's probably going to get snappier. And this also had a sort of a tonal switch. It was going to be, like, an 80s teen slasher Shlocky, sort of thing, yeah. right? And now it's kind now of... Now it's cool. very serious. Yeah, it yeah. feels like... Uh, it, it feels like Evil... Not Evil Dead, because Evil Dead is schlocky. But it feels like serious Evil Dead. Which I guess sure. isn't Evil Dead at all. So. Evil Dead serious. Evil Dead colon serious. Uh, looks really cool. I like the idea that uh, there's no fail states in the game. Uh, it really adapts. It's sort of that heavy rain thing where whatever you do, that's how your story plays out. So. Finally, they announced DayZ is coming to PlayStation 4. Yeah. I'm super excited for this. It's kind of interesting because it's not even officially launched on PC, right? No, it's not. And... Uh, on, on PC, it's it's still clunky and like connecting to servers is a huge pain. Usually, that stuff gets streamlined when it, when something comes to a PC and a console. So I'm super excited about that. I mean, it, it feels like one of those things like how they announced Minecraft or Vita forever ago, and then it's taken so long to roll out. Like this feels like we're not going to see this till 2015. I have to yeah. imagine. Like that doesn't like because they didn't even mention release timing or anything. I would have to imagine that's going to roll out pretty slow. Do you yeah, think but, people are going to be confused and call it Days and think that it's a sequel to Haze? No one wanted a sequel to Haze. You know, that's no one remembers that game. <laughs> <laughs> what if they get it confused with yeah. H1Z1? Yeah. yeah. But I think it's cool well, that, 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 that could actually developer, happen. Yeah. The developer was saying, like, three years ago, this thing didn't exist. And then we made it into a mod, and then it was on PC, and now it can come to PS4. Like, yeah. it's really cool how these tiny kernels of ideas sure. can now become games for everyone. I really love what, that. What yeah, an age to live in. Oh, what a time. What a time. <laughs> that's a recap of Sony's conference here from Gamescom. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Microsoft conference right after these messages. And I also have to say that we are IG Live from Gamescom, presented by Dead Island 2. We'll be right back. And we're back. We are. Gamescoop coming to you from Gamescom here in Cologne, Germany. We're wrapping up the show. You might say we're mopping up. All the sweaty <laughs> all game the trash. Yeah. On the <laughs> also, Cologne is a misnomer. It's called <laughs> No, it's, it's, it's I was ironically named. Yeah, back in the day. No. Cologne's uh, a gorgeous city, though. I don't. I actually really like Cologne. Yeah, the city itself. Uh, Something yeah. so offensive, Marty. I know the city itself. <laughs> yeah, you just don't like, like the convention center. You like the city. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people just uh, they don't really know what Gamescom's all about. I don't, maybe they don't realize how big this show is. Yeah. Yeah. 350,000 yeah. people come I to the show. We've all, we've all covered, obviously, E3s and PAXs yeah. and Comic-Cons, and this, like, nothing I think E3 is, this. like, 40, so, yeah. like, this is, like, yeah. significantly and, and, and bigger. PAX is, like, 75,000. Yeah. Yeah. So right, you tweeted that picture out. I yeah. tweeted a picture from the stairs looking down into one of the main hallways, and there's just no room. There are yeah. people. There's literally, yeah, it's, it's You have it's to swim. Hell. You have to dead rising. Yeah, yep. you have the dead not rise above it. So not only is the hard part is like it, like it flows like a river, but if you need to split off, so if you're like in the middle of it and you need to get to a hall, yeah. it is so no. hard to just fight to the side of a hallway. It takes yeah. like ten minutes. 
So not only is it packed, there's no noise regulations. No. Yeah. So every booth is just blasting music. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're yelling. It's everyone like a competition. Chanting. Yeah, I'm not sure if our healthcare covers like hearing loss. Yeah, no, I'm not sure. We'll see sure. when we get back. But then Cologne is a really nice city. Uh, it's the number one tourist spot in, in, uh, in, in Germany. Germany. It's yeah, the Dom. Because we have the Dom yeah. Vigil here, which is this giant gothic it beautiful It is Dark cathedral. Souls the building. You get the Oxen uh, House. Big old thing to meet. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then around around the dome, there's just like lots of like casual cafes and good people watching yep. and lots of good beer gelato. and shopping. And gelato gelato every three yeah, gelato. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually really like Cologne. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's just a little uh, <laughs> just a taste of Germany. <laughs> Welcome to the right travel here. show at IGN. <laughs> GameScoop TripAdvisor edition. Uh, anyway, we wrapped up the Sony conference. Now let's talk about the Microsoft conference. Microsoft arguably had the biggest reveal of the show, the biggest surprise oh, It 100% show. was, yeah. yeah. yeah sure. The announcement that Rise of the Tomb Raider, the next Tomb Raider, will be an Xbox exclusive. But it was confusing, yeah. yeah. The there word is that then there's yeah. a big, like, asterisk next to that. Exclusive. Yeah, I believe yeah. that's the phrasing. Xbox, or Rise of the Tomb Raider is coming exclusively to Xbox One so, fall 2014. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I want to say, there is no universe in which that game stays exclusive <laughs> forever. Yeah, sure, Xbox. sure. Yep. sure. Well, I think but now that's been about, clarified, right? What's that? Like, now, after the fact, they finally said that it's a limited exclusive, I think. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to say when. When, yeah, but yeah. I, I imagine 2016. a year Q1 later. 2016. Yeah, when a like, Game of the Year edition comes out. Yeah. Then, still, regardless, this is huge. Like This, this is, is a really, yeah, yeah that's a really big announcement. Uh, obviously, the last Tomb Raider went to, you know, PlayStation and... Uh, Xbox, Xbox yeah. and PC. Yeah. yeah. And then the definitive edition was on uh, yeah. both next-gen consoles as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, that was so, a game that, uh, you know, over time it ended up moving, what, like 7 million units, something awesome. Yeah. Everyone loved it. Like, it was one of our high, like, one of our Game of the Year nominees. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, this is this is huge. Uh, it's well, sort of, it's, it's a, just another example of the arms race that Sony yeah. and Microsoft are having, uh, not only with this, but with sort of... Uh, Content exclusivity within games and yeah, sort like of Destiny is like the yeah platform Destiny for yeah whatever, but yeah, yeah uh, Destiny is a PlayStation game Call, Call of Duty, Duty is yeah. an Xbox game it's just yeah it, I mean it's there. interesting though because uh, Rise of Tomb Raider was revealed at the Microsoft conference at E3 that's right but I didn't even you know you don't think about it in that context you're just like oh that makes sense and they had to be on one stage yeah. there on that one but now looking back it's like oh so they probably knew as far back as E3 at I least. think they were still working on the deal right right everything wasn't set but so what I've seen this week is a huge backlash. Yeah, like people are angry about it. PlayStation well, I mean, the statement Crystal Dynamics put out after was yeah. like, "We still love our PC and PS4 fans who could buy Tomb Raider Definitive Edition and the Temple of Osiris yeah. later this year." Which, which is like, which I think that game will be super fun. Of course, totally not the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was just a weird. Like, it almost would have been better to not say that yeah. and just let people, you know, yeah, know, know it'll come yeah. eventually. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't, it makes me wonder, like, is this deal really a, a, a net positive for Microsoft yeah. and Square Enix? Right? Yeah. I mean. I would imagine. I yeah. God, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it is. It absolutely is. It's a year and a half away. I mean, like it. By the time it comes out, like you can only buy it on a Microsoft system. People are gonna want it for Christmas. Like it's still, it will still pay off for them. I would imagine. I think the real way for it to pay off is to call it, get rid of the T and the O, and just put the number two there. And so it's two. Two later. That's like the that. way. Yeah, that's the yeah. way to get it to sell. That's why everyone loves Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider is an interesting title. Don't yeah. don't. Don't games with numbers in the, in the title sell better? You yeah, think so. that, I don't know why. Isn't that, that a scientific sequels. fact? <laughs> I, I think it was, <laughs> but we're getting away from that. Like in this in this most recent generation, it's like infamous second son instead of infamous yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. Kills on Shadow Fall. Assassin's yeah, Creed yeah. Unity, exactly. So I do I do think we're getting away from that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's a really big deal. Obviously, 
you know, Microsoft paid Square Enix a lot of money for this, but I just, I hope it pays off for them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the game will cool. still be great. Like, yeah. The game will still be, I, I'm excited for a sequel to that game because it'll work out the kinks that I think uh, Tomb Raider had. So like, I, I think yeah. like, no matter where I play it, I'm excited to play it. And yeah. the whole thing is a year from now, there's going to be enough rad games on both consoles to where, yeah. you know, you're going to want, obviously they're a lot of money, but you're going to want to own both of them. Yeah. Uh, yep. So hopefully that happens, yeah. It's just interesting, we, uh, at, at Sony's conference, they announced that they've now sold over 10 million PlayStation 4s. The last update from Xbox is that they shipped 5 million Xbox One, so there are just more gamers on PS4, but they gave yeah. the exclusive to the smaller install base. I, I mean, that's what, I mean, that's money, right? You I, know, to I, know, I know, Like, Microsoft is trying to turn those tides. I know. And I would hope, like, you know, they, I guess we'll get this to in a second, there's a Madden bundle, there's a FIFA bundle, like, they're kind of pulling out the big guns specifically for Christmas time. I think they're looking for the next two holiday seasons to be a lot of incentive to buy an Xbox for Christmas. Yeah. I think yeah. would, I would imagine that's their game. Like I said, I, I've seen a lot of backlash this week. I got a lot of emails uh, into GameScoop this week. Gamescoop at IGN.com if you ever want to reach us. This one comes from Eric Ferreira, uh, Mike Ferreira's brother. He says, <laughs> I have, I've had the new Tomb Raider pre-order for PS4 since E3. However, as soon as I heard the disappointing news, I immediately canceled my pre-order. Good idea. Canceled his... <laughs> He says, uh, even if this does come out for other platforms, would you still recommend to friends and fans to keep their pre-orders even though they would be having to wait until the following year to play it? Yeah, I don't see what the re- what the point of I mean, yeah. those pre-orders will probably get automatically canceled anyway, yeah, I would imagine. I would think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think games nowadays don't aren't in really limited supply, so you don't have to pre-order them out of fear that you won't get it. It's mostly now I pre-order so I can get my whatever dumb you get your t-shirt and your art book and yeah. your soundtrack yeah. yeah I just do it so Amazon gets it to me on release day and I don't have to go to a store sure, sure. I mean honestly that's like the only reason <laughs> yeah. I pre-order that being so. said pre-order Borderlands yeah uh, exactly <laughs> that said please pre-order Borderlands and Battleborn <laughs> uh, I, I forgot to tell you when, when we had Borderlands on, a, on the live show the footage of the person that playing Claptrap was Garfield it was yeah you're famous I am I'm super famous yeah <laughs> Uh, Eric says, P.S. I am extremely dissatisfied with this decision by both Microsoft and Square Enix. I will most definitely only purchase this game secondhand to ensure that neither company sees any profits from myself. It was bad enough waiting up to six months to receive an Assassin's Creed game when I was a PC gamer, but this is ridiculous. I switched to consoles because I thought things like this weren't supposed to happen, and I received a lot of emails this week. I think it's like because this. it's been so long. Like, we grew up with this all the time. Have people and just like, forgotten what it's yeah, like? I think they have. I mean, like... They, 360 PS3 era started this way too, but yeah. it's just been a while, I guess. Like, I mean, I, I think it's been five or so years since the last time we really saw a big third-party exclusive happening in that way. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's sort of unprecedented, though. I mean, the Mass Effect series started as an Xbox thing, yeah, and eventually became an Xbox. So did Bioshock. Thing. The first yeah. Bioshock was only right. on 360. Yeah. Also, but I can't. I legitimately can't think of another example where it starts broad and, and then gets goes narrow. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm sure there are examples. And yeah. <laughs> Someone in the comment section is actually. The very, right now. the always helpful viewers will let us know politely in the comments. Thanks, viewers. Be polite. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. I just want to point out one more time. This is the only medium that does this. There isn't like one movie that you can only play on one D- on one Blu-ray player. Right. Sony yeah. Pictures can only play yeah. on Sony it's Blu-ray. The AMC yeah. exclusive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's only in one chain yeah. of theaters. Yeah. Video games are the only medium that works this crazy way. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, speaking of Xbox One exclusives, Microsoft also announced the Evolve Beta will also be an Xbox One exclusive in January. Yeah, I mean, that's it's. we were all bummed out when the game got delayed from October to yeah. February. I mean, we all wanted to play it. We played it here, and the game's still awesome. Yeah. I mean, there's no question about that. The game's still a lot of fun. We got to play the new level, which is sort of this snow-based place. Uh, still playing against the Kraken. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's cool. I think Evolve is going to be huge. Uh, 
you know, and giving them, I'm glad that 2K gave them, you know, Turner Rock an extra couple months to make sure it's the game it has the potential to be. Yeah. Yeah, we're seeing it right now. I, mean, I definitely want to play the beta too. There is a PC beta coming sooner. I don't know if it's public though. I feel like I'm in the beta. I don't know if I was supposed to say that though. <laughs> Scoop! <laughs> the titular scoop is finally here. I didn't really see a backlash about that news, though. About no. Well, because I think with betas, the Destiny, what, Alpha started on PS4 only. Yeah. The Battlefield Hardline beta was PS4 only. Like, I think that, for whatever reason, doesn't bother people as much because they know it's just a beta. They'll play the full game. I mean, Evolve is, what, a month after that anyway. It's out, so. Look at that Kraken. That Kraken's flying around. I think no, that's Tal. Tell the Kraken. Yeah, and I want to point out, he makes it to stage two and then dies. Oh. <laughs> Wait, this might be me right now. Really? You might be watching me. See, I'm doing really... No, I'm not doing very good. That's not me. Uh, yeah. uh, they announced two Xbox One bundles. At they announced the third one, but you said, quote, I don't care about that one. No, I didn't. <laughs> I don't know if that's verbatim what I said. Fine, we'll mention that one, too. Uh, they announced a Call of Duty bundle. One terabyte hard yeah, drive. Yeah, I know. The, the, biggest, terabyte the biggest hard drive in an Xbox That's so far. exciting. That's a no. terabyte. Marty, you said this console looks ugly. I thought at a glance it looks. It reminds me of Zelda. Now the that you say that, I can't. And the, the Triforce. I can't yeah. see Zelda. Zelda. It looks Zelda. I yeah. think the controller is ugly. I think the console is not bad. The controller yeah. is ugly, you think? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, huh. at the end of the day, I don't care what my console looks like. It's just going to collect dust in my yeah. sand corner anyways. That's what my TV is, the sand corner of my house. <laughs> the haunted corner. Why don't you move it? <laughs> so the, uh, the console comes with the Day Zero edition of Call of Duty, so you can yeah. pick up this console actually on the 3rd, November 3rd, instead of the 4th, yeah. and play it for 24 hours and get double XP to get a head start. Day Zero is a weird, terrifying phrase to me, too. Why? I don't know. It runs, it's like it's, Patient Zero. Yeah, yeah it's, like it's like when the outbreak zero, starts. Like, yeah, it sounds yeah. ominous, yeah. yeah. I can get on board with that. Uh, there's two white bundles then. Thanks, Damon. Thank you. <laughs> Represent. Are you a big football fan? Like, why, why I'm not, but we're in, you're in Germany. The World Cup yeah, winners okay. are here. You're right. Yeah. Sunset Overdrive <laughs> yep. and FIFA 15. Yep. And, and I, I think the white one is really sexy, actually. Yeah, I agree. Hundred percent, I agree with that. Before Gamescom, I think they also announced a Madden bundle, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, I guess that's the that's U.S. equivalent of yeah, the FIFA yeah. thing. So. so I, I've been using the work. I, I bought a PS4. I've been using a work Xbox One. I think I'm gonna buy the Sunset Overdrive bundle because so I like the white, and that's not really bad. I'll move on. Uh, so I like the We're white. I like the white Xbox One, and uh, I'm excited for Sunset Overdrive. So I think yep. that's the bundle I'm gonna get. I mean, Sunset so, Overdrive is. As of right now, probably the biggest for either first party of ball game. I mean, because yeah. uh, what about Master what? Chief Collection? Sony still has Drive Club, but there's Master no other... Chief Collection. Oh yeah, Master, right, right, right. Master yeah. Chief Collection. Yeah, because the order is next year, right? Yeah, yeah. the order yeah. got yeah. So, next year. I mean, Sunset Overdrive is one of, I'll say, the biggest first party games coming well, this fall. Yeah. So. yeah. In yeah. terms of exclusives, Microsoft totally has the stronger lineup this fall. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. All right, and we're gonna get a Blinks game too. I made that up. Which we, one? A Blinks the Time Cat. Remember that vacuum cat? Blinks yeah. the We should get a new one. There was a sequel to that. Yeah, I just, I want that game. So I, I've been pushing Microsoft to make a sequel to that, so maybe we'll get it. I don't know if that's how games work. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, then it's a Halo channel. Yeah. Live. yeah. Yeah, so this is, it's kind of interesting. It's like a, a hub for all this Halo multimedia that is coming out around Halo 5 and Master Chief Collection. Yeah. How is it different from Halo Waypoint? That's a, I actually asked about that. Waypoint is like a your achievements and, and kind of like progress in your games and this is a separate sort of uh, there's like an encyclopedia in there you can watch the upcoming Halo Nightfall series you can watch Ford Unto Dawn in there and, and they're not combining them or integrating them in any way yeah. they're staying separate uh, yeah I think it's cool I mean they're, they're turning Halo into you know its own platform which honestly uh, which, there's yeah. a handful of games that deserve to be and Halo's one of them the, uh, yep. and so people are stoked about Master Chief Collection you can be able to watch you know the best teams play 
People are excited for the beta coming uh, right after Christmas. Yep. Uh, people are excited. Nightfall looks rad. Like, I saw a little bit of it at Comic-Con, and the production values are crazy. It's going to tie directly into Halo 5 because Locke is the second playable character yeah. in Halo 5. The other so thing, I think this is really smart. The other thing I'm really excited about is when they showed off Halo, they showed it in sort of like an eSports scenario. It was like small, arena-based, fast, and there were like shoutcasters. Yeah. Uh, a big part of Halo channel is you can just pop up like Twitch and just watch competitive Halo games whenever you want. Yeah. We should have whisper casters. Yeah. After yeah. after being in a land of shouting for a week, I yeah. want whisper casters. That sounds pretty good, actually. Yeah. That sounds incredible. Yeah. Finally, uh, they announced, uh, they showed off a bunch of idea at Xbox games. Yeah. And they yep. revealed that Blow, Smite, and Superhot are all, will all be making their console debuts on Xbox yeah. One. Console debuts is another, like, trend we were it's hearing a, a lot thing. of. Yeah. I mean, First on Xbox like, One. Not, not exclusives. Because it comes to PC but, also. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. But console debuts. I mean, on top of that, like, those and Ori and a bunch of other, like, really cool games coming to Xbox, like, everyone talks about Sony as having all these incredible indies, but I feel like Xbox has some cool stuff. Super yeah. Hot Super was a game I, yeah, I wasn't familiar with it until the show, but you yeah. guys all knew yeah. about it. Yeah, so it's a game you can play. There's like a demo free thing you can play right now. Uh, it's awesome. It's a game. It's a first-person shooter, but time only moves when you move. And so it's like it feels like you're in the Matrix. It's really cool. Uh, it's crazy in Polish, and the trailer's awesome. The game was kickstarted, and the upper tier was to be able to make your own level, and Cliffy B was the upper tier. So oh, in wow. theory, the next Cliffy B thing we're gonna get is a level in Super Hot. Get out of here, Blue Streak. Get out of here, Blue Streak. <laughs> we got that Super Hot. And below, obviously, one of the games we we're super excited about. The demo from the live show was awesome. And then as MOBA super guy, I have to speak up. There aren't a lot of MOBAs on consoles. But Smite, and Smite, yeah. like the over-the-shoulder third-person MOBA. Yeah. It'll. I hope it works on consoles well. It'd be yeah. cool to see that that type of game. Yeah, we're looking for that white whale one. of a mobile of a MOBA, a mobile MOBA, a MOBA that actually can hit <laughs> on consoles and get people excited. Yep. It's sad. All right, that's the uh, Microsoft conference. Yep. I think both conferences are pretty strong. Yeah, yeah a lot yeah, of games. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. Uh, stay tuned. We're not quite done yet. We've still got more to talk about from Gamescom coming to you live from Cologne, Germany, presented by Dead Island 2 right after these messages. Welcome back to GameScoop, coming to you from Gamescom in Germany. Whoa. Now we're going to talk about some of the biggest games of the show, some of our favorite games of the show. Yeah. One of the big reveals was uh, Bioware's new game, Shadow Realms, mm-hmm. which they've been teasing for a while. Yeah. yeah. You've yeah. been chosen? Was there, like, campaign? That's their tagline, yeah. <laughs> they were really creepy, like, horror game-style teasers, but ended up, it's what, like a... It's not very scary. And I'm not super... <laughs> it's like a 4v1... Yeah, so it's a, it's a 4v1... Uh, the one player is like a dungeon master, sort of like a D&D campaign kind of thing. Okay. He's and Shadow Lord. Shadow Lord, yes. And you, you choose which beasts spawn in this dungeon. And then you're invisible floating around, and you can inhabit any of the beasts and then attack the four other players with that character. It's, so, uh, okay. yeah, it, it's an interesting game. It seems like it's very different for, for Bioware. From but literally anything else. When I got the demo, he kept saying it, everything you would expect from a Bioware game is in here. Right, yeah. so when I went to the demo, they said, this is first and foremost a Bioware RPG. And apparently there's like a single-player area of the game that's sort of like a, a hub world between these different uh, yeah. dungeons. I, I don't know. I didn't see what that's about, but it just seems a little strange right now. Yeah, I mean, what this I played is super looks fun. like a hack and slash right now. I mean, this is my first time seeing footage. It looks like Hogwarts. It looks awesome. It looks like, like yeah. Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> they, they, yeah. So the, she's wearing a hoodie, though, right? Like, it's yeah. a weird the other guy's wearing a shirt sure. and tie. It's it takes we- place in modern day, but the you know, modern day characters get pulled into the Shadow Realm. Okay, that makes right. sense. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's really fun. As the Shadow Lord, you can say, okay... It looks like in this dungeon, this is a choke point. So I'll set up a spike trap yeah, here. So it reminds me of like Orcs Must Die. A little bit, yeah. Or sort of a little bit like Fable Legends too. I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah. one of those. There are like specific phrases that I will just trust will be a good game. It's like the pedigree of like Bioware RPG is one of those where like, yep, I will at least play this sure, and try it. Sure. And it's like I even like that Sonic game on DS. Like, 
I, oh, I feel like I completely you, forgot they did yeah, that. Yeah, the Brotherhood, yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy that they made yeah. that game, actually. You point out that 4v1 seems to be an emerging trend. We got Evolve. Absolutely. Course. So Evolve, sort of, not the first 4v1 game, but no, sort no, of credited no. with like that recent. It's got its hashtag. Yeah, that's its hashtag, hashtag 4v1. 4v1. Uh, yeah. Then there's the uh, Shadow Realms from Bioware. Yeah. And then I saw Dying Light. And I, the demo was just normal, yeah, zombie, new, parkour, or whatever. Yeah. And as we got to our extraction point, another player invaded us. Yeah. And it becomes a, a 4v1 against a super powerful zombie that is way faster than you are. Yeah. It's just a, a thing that people have latched onto, sort of with like MOBAs. That's sure. A lot of games are picking on MOBA elements, and now yeah, it seems to be. Yeah, here we go. Dying Light here. Yeah, the, like the zombie can. Uh, can destroy you one on one, but you you weaken its stamina with like flashlights, and you have to uh, you can ki you can kill it once it's a little weak, and buy some time before it responds. Yeah, it's just sort of a neat thing. Like I I didn't expect evolve that is cool, great. but I didn't expect yeah. it to come out of nowhere and, and yeah. like here. Those are all these things that do that. We're living in the age of four v one, boys. <laughs> what an age to live in. Flying cars and four v one. Marty, what games stood out to you at the show? So many games. Uh, Okay, the games I knew I was going to dig coming into it. Uh, Ori in the Blind Forest. Revealed at E3. Revealed at E3. It's that gorgeous 2D uh, Metroidvania coming to Expo. Uh, that sounds Xbox. like a Marty game. It's yeah. absolutely a Marty game. <laughs> uh, so we knew at E3 that it was gorgeous, that it was going to be emotional. The trailer was all like amazing music, and it's like, oh, something sad is going to happen, and a little animal's going to die at some point. You were choking back. Uh, <laughs> but the thing that really stood out to me here is that the game, it, like the gameplay itself, is awesome and tough and deep. And so what they showed here was sort of a new platform mechanic where it's called the bash system. And there's like nodes in the environment that you, when you jump towards, you can sort of start uh, gravitating around them for a second. And then while you're doing that, you pick which direction you want to launch off of. And so there's just like, the entire ground is filled with spikes and you're kind of ricocheting back and forth between all these different nodes. But then it gets more complicated because enemy projectiles can also be gravitated around and you can shoot them back at enemies while also propelling yourself up to the next area. It's I don't even know how to describe it. That sounds it. so complicated. Yeah, I get an aneurysm. Like, Ori, what are you doing? Let's uh, go back to just beautiful 2D emotional <laughs> yeah, exactly. game. Yeah. Uh, no, it plays really well. It's really intuitive. It sounds really dumb when I describe it because I'm tired and exhausted and want a yeah. drink. But uh, the game is the game is incredible. I just, I'm really excited for more of it. Yeah. Bloodborne. Finally yeah. got to play that. So, okay, yes. yeah. Give us give us the download on that. So that's you know that's that's uh, Miyazaki's game, the guy who did uh, Dark Souls One. Uh, it's pretty much it's not a Souls game, but it's a Souls game. Uh, the yeah. big thing here is so Colin at E three said it's a little bit faster than Dark Souls, and that's why I like it. I called him an idiot, and then I played it. Colin was right. You're an idiot. I'm the idiot. We're all the so idiots. The one so thing they revealed here at Gamescom is uh, there's a new system where if you take damage, you can immediately damage who attacked you and get some of that health back. That's huge yeah. for a Souls game. So, and that's also a thing that'll increase the speed. Because sometimes when you're hit, you're like, oh, I'm going to back off, take it easy. Now you want to get more And now you want to go back in so and fight. Miyazaki yeah. in this game described health as your will to live. And so like as you're, he's like, as you get hit, your will to live goes down. But if you take a chance and become aggressive, you regain that will to live. Well, oh. it's still health, but that's I, really I like the, the poetic way of describing it. Sure. Um, I, I think the seeing more gameplay now. So before the E3 reveal, there was like leaked gameplay, and that leaked gameplay was really interesting and different. And I thought it was a little more than even what they showed at E3. I think now what they showed here seems to be closer to that. I think it's like yeah. um, a little more of that like crazy fast pace, like Souls, but with like a little more energy to it, or yeah. maybe energy is the wrong word, but like the pace is very different. Yeah, it's a, it, it's more of an aggressive game than a yeah. contemplative game. Also, uh, I'm just a big fan of shotguns, like blunderbuss. Yeah, weapons. you got yeah. so that thing. Yeah. That thing is that is spooky dog. That is the opposite of Airbud. <laughs> so like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you also saw Geometry Wars three. Yes. 
So we don't have so it. exciting. It is so exciting. We can't show you B-roll right nope. now because it literally doesn't Take exist. Take our word for it. <laughs> uh, Geometry, Geometry Wars 3 is by a new studio called Lucid, but it's all the guys from Bizarre Creations. Oh, yeah. These are the guys who made that. Geometry Wars 1 and 2. Uh, it's coming to everything now. It's not an Xbox game. It's Xbox, it's PlayStation, it's PC, it's cross-gen. Is it Wii U? Uh, because Geometry Wars did come to Wii. Oh, it did. And DS. Yes, it did. I forgot about that. Yep. And there was like Geometry Wars Touch. Yeah. Uh, we don't talk about that, evidently. <laughs> um, and so the thing is, it, it plays like Geometry Wars, but the levels are 3D shapes. So it's almost like Super Stardust, where oh. the first level was a cylinder. And Here. so what you fire upwards will curve all the way around the cylinder and come back, almost sphere. like Mario Galaxy. A sphere, yeah. Cylinder so no, is a gun. It was a cylinder. Okay. It was a cylinder. Geometry. And the second, the second <laughs> level was a peanut. There, buddy. A peanut. <laughs> a peanut shape. Is this a peanut shape? Okay. I don't know what a peanut is shaped like. Uh, and then the third level is an awesome boss level uh, on a cube. But the whole thing is there's 50 boss different level. levels, uh, 50 shapes. I know it sounds weird, but there's co-op, there's competitive. 50 yeah. shapes. 50 shapes of Geo. <laughs> Are they bringing the? Um, uh, because, like, so Chapter Wars 2, yeah. Chapter Wars 1 was obviously, like, you know, the two main modes, like the Retro and Evolved, and then in Chapter Wars 2, we got, like, Pacifist and yeah. King yeah. and all that. Are they so bringing some of that I back? I specifically asked about Pacifist, because that's my favorite mode in Chapter yeah, Wars 2. Uh, they said there's going to be five returning modes. It sounded like Pacifist is one of them, and five new modes. Oh, and wow. It's okay. spread across those 50 levels. Each of the 50 levels has its own leaderboard where, like, when you hop in, if one of your friends beat the score, that level is like a glowing node on a board. It just taunts you. It just taunts you, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's coming next year. The game already looked gorgeous, sounded gorgeous. Uh, I'm trying to wrangle some some sort of exclusive footage stuff, so hopefully yeah. we can get that soon. Well, Brian, what did you like at the show? Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Yeah? Yeah. I'm, I'm a big Call of Duty fan. I play everyone that comes out for a little bit. Uh, but the the mobility, the, the exosuit, you have the, you know, jump boost powers and dashes and uh, it actually makes the multiplayer feel much more different than it has since, I don't know, maybe Modern Warfare 2 for me. Yeah, honestly, yeah. It, 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 the, the just sensation of playing it and controlling that character is really cool. And a lot of people are saying, oh, it's Titanfall. Uh, it's less Titanfall to me and more of it feels like a mix between Tribes and Unreal Tournament, okay. which is a really cool mix. The game is a little bit faster. You're much more mobile. There's a lot more options at your disposal. Uh, but honestly, and to me... Uh, one of the biggest things was they showed off four levels, and three of them were cool, just kind of standard levels. But one of them uh, was paired with this mode. It was set in San Francisco under the uh, Golden the Gate Golden Bridge. The Golden Gate Bridge, Marty. And Which, like, why, why, can we stop de destroying <laughs> the Golden Gate Bridge? I feel like the, ba the Bay Bridge is like just so uh, sad in oh, the corner. Like, <laughs> pay attention to me, guys. I'm to destroy me. <laughs> yeah, I'm perfectly destroyable. <laughs> um, but halfway through the level, like, you hear these air sirens and a giant tsunami hits, and so half the level becomes underwater. Uh, <coughs> but it was this mode that was, I think we described it as Quidditch with murder. Yes, so murder exactly. Quidditch, where there's, like, a single ball in the level and two goals. Each team has its goal. And you have to run and get the ball and then get it back to your goal. And you get one point if you throw it through the goal and two points if you actually physically pull it into the goal. But the whole thing is, so you can't fire when you have the ball. But if someone is running towards you, you just throw the ball at them. And they have to catch and it. And then they have to catch and it. And then you kill them. And then they don't have a gun, and then you just <laughs> shoot them. So it was really, it's really interesting. I don't it's know. A, I liked it a lot. It's, the, the game's having a lot of fun itself, f fun with itself, with that mode. Yeah. And then there's another one where they described it that sounded like a MOBA. They were the, like, it's multiple lanes, it's good for objectives, and you can activate turrets along the lane. That's MOBA. Everything's stuff. a MOBA. Yeah. You guys should make a yeah. game that's like a MOBA. Hmm. Whoa. <laughs> Only one mode is like a MOBA. Relax. <laughs> Uh, Andrew, you guys did show off uh, Claptrap gameplay. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, which seems awesome. I played that. Yeah? How was yeah, that? it's really fun. 
So his action skill is called uh, Vault Hunter .exe. Yep. And it's uh, it, it kind of analyzes the situation you're in and gives you like an action skill based on what it thinks. Well, it tries to. It like, tries to. The problem is like <laughs> so, so handsome Jack put it in claptrap, but it's like malware. Like it's like shitty. And so like because he's claptrap, like. If it works right, he'll use the action skill of an existing Vault Hunter, like some from Borderlands 2, some from this, some from whatever. But uh, alternately, it'll do something like uh, he'll wear a rubber ducky costume and, and the whole team bounces up and down uncontrollably. Or right, like, like he'll turn to a pirate ship yeah. and shoots to the 1812 Overture. And, like, there there's, two, there's a bunch of weird oh, stuff. We're really rude. <laughs> there were two like badass units up uh, on high ground, and I was like, okay, I need, I need some power. And I just turned into a duck and started bouncing around and died. I was like, okay. <laughs> Okay. It's, it's really silly. I, there's a checkpoint. You come back and it's fine. But I like the attention to detail. So claptrap is short, shorter than humans. So they lowered the camera to the ground. <laughs> and so if you walk up to a human, you're like up to their waist. It's yeah. great. He also oh, has a good. skill where he asks for a high five. And, and if, if, and if yeah. people give it to you, you get yeah. one. Your team gets buffs. People don't. Yeah. Then only he gets the buffs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're almost out of time. Andrew, did you get to play any other games? Check anything else out that you like? Um, so I didn't get to play anything, but I watched a lot of the live shows and stuff. I saw like the Quantum Break demo. Um, which I'm really happy about. Like I, I've wanted to see more of that game since that reveal. What this was that? Like first a, gameplay, a year right? and a half ago, I guess. And yeah, this yeah. is the first time yeah. I finally saw it, and I'm really impressed. I, I think, like honestly, like I really liked Alan Wake. Uh, I, I trust Remedy. I like Max Payne back in the day, but like this is something very new and refreshing. I think it just seems really cool, and I think it lives up to that promise. Um, we were talking earlier about like that. They didn't really, and maybe I missed it, but they didn't really get into the, how the live-action TV stuff is going to work yeah, too much. I mean, but that was such a big aspect of the initial reveal was that it's this like you know. Simultaneously, it's a video game, yeah. but also a TV show, and what you do in one will affect the other. Yeah, that's kind of all we've heard about really up until now. So yeah, I mean, here there yeah. was none of that. And now yeah. it was just like a game. It was gameplay, which was awesome. But it Damn, looked like Max Payne. No, I'm saying, do you guys know that the the live action show ships on disc with the yeah. game? I think, yeah. It so does. That, it, oh, it does. Yeah, yeah, it does. Okay, you know. So, and then the, the recommended playing and viewing is you play an act of the game, then watch an act of the show, and you make choices in the game. Uh, and that determines what you see next on the show. They they filmed oh. multiple versions of scenes. Oh wow, man! You yeah. know a lot more about this than we do. Oh, no, you had Sam Lake on the show. We had him on the show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Marty and I didn't know how it worked. Like, I mean, you assume that like to make a live action TV show, they would want it distributed somewhere, and you know to recoup some of that investment. But if it's actually part of the game, that's really interesting. I didn't realize that. Yeah. yeah. So what we're actually seeing here is we, you know, they described it as a third person action game, and now we see third person shooter with cover. Sure. There's also like these time, time bubble yeah, mechanics. Yeah. You can freeze an enemy. Shoot a bunch of bullets, and then when that time bubble collapses, yeah, they, just, all, they, they all, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really cool. It looks gorgeous, obviously. Yep. Yeah, Remedy, like like Andrew said, like Man. Remedy has a rad pedigree. I trust the guys. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, that's about it for us here from Gamescom. I think we've arrived at the end of our long journey. Whoa! <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with this week, with us this week, tuning into all of our coverage. If you missed anything, you can find everything at ign.com/gamescom. Also, I want to thank Gamescom for having us here. Yes. Had a great time. Hope to be back next year. If you're watching live, stay tuned for our WWE 2K15 roster reveal going live at 10 a.m. Pacific. Thank you, Marty. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Andrew. My name is Damon. This has been IGN Live from Gamescom, and we're out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.